Welcome to another episode of the Cool Tools Show and Tell. Our special guest this week is Dina Kaplan, and I would like Dina to introduce yourself to um, our listeners and readers. That sounds great, Kevin. I'm so happy to be here with you today after knowing you for a very, very, very long time. I knew you back from the tech world. I used to run a or co-founded and helped to run a tech company in the web video space. And that we can all laugh with me and at me drove me to meditation. So I with a big two and a half year trip around the world, not working in the middle, now run a company called The Path. And we run a beautiful curated retreat once a year and teacher training programs and do meditations for people and companies. But I do all of that while traveling full time, which I know is what we will talk about today. And I think I mentioned it, but the company is called The Path and I am thrilled to be here with you today, Kevin. Yes, I, I, I understand that you are what some people call a digital nomad, meaning that you are living in different places as you continue to work which is yes. an amazing accomplishment, although it's made easier these days with technology. And so I was really kind of curious um, what your gear looks like, how you do it, what kinds of things that you figured out to keep comfortable and sane. Uh, I know that meditation is a big thing and we'll hear about that. So um, so tell us what your uh, one of your favorite cool tools are. Well, I'll tell this one with the preface that when I was doing my big, big trip around the world when I wasn't working, which is a little bit of a different way to travel, that's really, really fun. I actually did write out the the few things that I needed to survive that included toilet paper and tissues and things like that. And so I listed out just a few of those and then my sunglasses took revenge on me. And after I hadn't written them down in this big Facebook post that got it uh, at the time, this is a while ago, it got a huge, huge response. Yeah, they took revenge and I lost them for three hours. And so then I added them to the list. They, they made themselves. Seen oh, it. wow. <laughs> so let's go with number one, because I try to not always, but I try to follow the sun most of the year. Essential, essential, essential are my Warby Parker sunglasses. And I would love to explain why. Can I explain why? Yeah, I mean, because obviously you can buy sunglasses kind of anywhere, but what's special about these? Yes, so I do travel full time. And what I absolutely love and semi, to be honest, obsessed with, Kevin, about these, and I do know the founders of the company, so I will admit that could give me some bias, but when I first met them, I didn't actually buy those sunglasses. Yeah, because you can buy sunglasses anywhere and check whether they give you the right protections and this and that. But here's what I love about these is that they literally are so easy to order online and then they'll send them right away to you. And they have those set styles that they give a, a lovely name to. So you know exactly which ones you're buying and you don't have to sift through all of them because it's, you know, has some, some great brand name behind it. So just makes it so, so, so easy. The other thing that's amazing about them is that I once, I had sunglasses, lost them again. Are you noticing a theme here? I'm like mittens with sunglasses, right? I need a little thing that's like attached to my wrist when I'm wearing sunglasses. But I lost a pair, then bought a new pair. I was actually in 
LA and Venice Beach. So I went, bicycled over, got a new pair, then of course found the other ones. Uh, are you noticing a theme here? And they actually let me return the pair that I'd bought, even though it actually warned them. They weren't too worn, but they were a little bit worn, but they took them back. And I just loved that. So it just, it honestly simplifies my life so much to have this product that really is essential because I'm in the sun almost all year. So you do need your sunglasses. And I like to meditate at the beach and I go swimming all the time. So I'm constantly wearing sunglasses and in the sun. And I just have this product that is so, so, so easy to reorder when 10 times a year I lose them, <laughs> find them, return them, et cetera, et cetera. Besides ordering and returning, what else is great about them as sunglasses? Yeah, so honestly, these sunglasses are super cute. And I am particular about this sort of thing, as you will see when we get down to one of my other cool tools. But yeah, they're just really cute. They're tortoise rimmed. Uh, they match everything. They look good whether I'm going out to a thing, which I almost never will be during the day. But they would look good if I am dressed up. They'll look good if I'm completely dressed down. Like today, I just ran to the beach uh, before breakfast and I was able to just wear them. And also the other great thing about them is if I take them to the beach and God forbid they do, someone needs them more than I do is what we would say in the Buddhist world if they got stolen. Someone just needed those sunglasses more than I needed them right now. So if they were to be needed by somebody else, it's not the end of the world. They're less than $100. So they're a good quality. They protect the sun from all of those bad rays. Uh, and they, but yeah, but they're still affordable. So I just feel relaxed when I wear them and I feel relaxed having this being my brand and not even looking at or for other sunglasses and just knowing, yeah, knowing that they're easy to replace and I don't need to really stress out so much uh, if I do lose them. And uh, if I understand you correctly, then this style or this, the entire um, suite of models that they have, they keep going. They don't, they keep them available all the time they aren't going out of style so to speak because yeah so that is a great question i had ones that i wore for years and years honestly think like eight years and then i went actually when i was in venice and went to get them and they had actually discontinued the line and i was ready to cry i was so sad <laughs> like wait no this is this is part of this me is, this, it's is like a, yeah. this is like a dina kaplan appendage at this point uh and they actually had discontinued them so Honestly, it was it was a moment. I almost feel like we should do a little ceremony, a little mourning with those sunglasses. Because <laughs> they were like, they were like a part of me, Kevin. Uh, but now I moved on to the butler. Uh, so may they not, with this podcast and your help and this promotion, may they never discontinue the butler. But you know, by the way, how, yeah, as I said, how great is that? It's the butler, right? It's not product number 1042287, uh, whatever. So now I just know, okay, I need the butler. Uh, it's just so easy to remember. Well, that's really great. Okay, so these are the, um, and you say the butler, and um, we'll have a sh uh, link in the show notes for those who, who want to follow up on this. So, um, Dina, what's another um, uh, one of your cool tools? Okay, so this one has come through for me so many times. I honestly could go through Ford podcasts of time just talking about it, but I'll try to keep this concise. Former TV reporter, so you can hold me to that, Kevin. My Chase Sapphire Reserve credit card is 
I can't even talk. Honestly, this is going to sound ridiculous. I get no uh, affiliate link or anything from this. I could cry right now. Honestly, I get emotional talking about this credit card, which is so freaking ridiculous. I have zero business or personal relationship with Chase, but it has come through for me so, so, so strongly. So I am one of those people that is super into the whole points thing. So with all the travel that I'm doing, I, I tend to always just with naturally living my life and traveling have enough points for flights so that's not a big deal but i'm increasingly starting to use points for hotels and these chase points they really accumulate it's sort of like i'll look up and all of a sudden i have 123,000 chase points so for example actually i'm in costa rica right now and I wasn't quite sure where to go here, but I knew I wanted to go and be in Costa Rica at this time. So I went to Costa Rica. Someone who really knows a lot about points said, oh, you should stay at the Andas, which is a Hilton brand. And they have a gorgeous, gorgeous, uh, super fancy five-star resort right near the airport in Liberia where I was flying into. And you can stay there for 16,000 points a night. So. I actually looked, I had something like 189,000 points. So I could have stayed a number of days there, but I stayed there for three nights. It's just 16,000 times three, barely made a dent in those points. I'm sure I'll make them back uh, pretty soon. And I was, I was at a five-star resort with multiple pools and a beach club, and they have a boat that they take you to the beach club. I did a painting pottery class. I did a canvas painting class. I did a, I, you know what I did? I did a aerial sound bath experience where you're floating on these hammocks, basically listening to a sound bath. Everyone else was paying a thousand to $1,200 a night for this hotel. And I, I literally stayed for free. So that's one of the advantages. Wow. Uh, and then the points, like I said, for the reserve in particular, you you're getting all these bonuses every time you spend on i don't know exactly this technically but i think if you're spending on hotels or airfare or certain restaurants things like that you're getting not just the points uh like the dollar amount converting into points but you get a 50 percent benefit on top of that uh so it, they really do add up but the other thing that is so friggin bananas awesome about this card is that they really support you. And I don't know if this is too much. If it is, you can edit this out. But I recently was staying at hotel, a fancy hotel, a four-star hotel on the beach in Sardinia. And I had this unbelievably challenging, shall we say, unusual, let's use that word, situation where a hotel receptionist uh, was trying, was a man, was trying to get into my room and kept knocking on the door at two in the morning, three in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. And I was really scared. So I ended up, barricading myself in the room and then I literally ran out at maybe five in the morning to try to find another hotel to stay at and I had booked multiple nights but I obviously wasn't going to go back there I was literally scared and it's funny I booked it through booking.com and I had spoken to them at 4 30 in the morning while the knocking was happening I was like crying and afraid like really scared and they said don't worry we'll take care of this for you they did nothing about it they said it's a he said she said situation I went to visa and they said that sexual harassment is not a criteria for refunds or for not staying there which is something maybe at some point one of us should bring up with visa and chase said we have you on this we are going to get that money back and they literally did they got it back when booking.com i booked it through said no the hotel said no visa had said no and they friggin stayed on it so i just am really honestly i'm kind of in awe of the management of this card and 
for people especially that are traveling or for people who want mm -hmm. to travel, I, I literally could not recommend it anymore. Like I'm going to start crying about a freaking credit card that I have no connection with. That's how much I love it. I, I, I also have a card but not, and I haven't used it, but I heard that they also do um, insurance. They cover yes. if you purchase something with the card and you lose it or something happens to it, they can refund you for that. Like you have uh, like uh, insurance for it. Um, yeah. have, have you ever had to use that? I haven't. And I will admit, I also, I just got an MX Platinum. I don't want all your audience to think I'm such a high rolling person, but these, when you get even a, a nice credit card like that, there are all these uh, redemptions you get, like you get a X number of dollars in Uber and $200 airplane credit. So you get enough that it pays uh, you back for it. So yeah, I actually had, please, again, you can always laugh at me mm -hmm. and with me, but I am not a great driver. I've actually been pulled over for drunk driving completely sober. That's how <laughs> bad literally, which is actually kind of an accomplishment. Um, but that's my friends are like, yep, that sounds about right, Dina. So that's how bad of a driver I am. But I, okay, also I'm not that fancy, but I was in St. Martin and St. Bart's was right there and I'd never been. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to St. Bart's for a few days not yeah. tell anyone. Now I'm telling you on this podcast. I'm not a St. Bart's person, I promise. But you hear about it. I was curious. I was, uh, you know, five minutes away from it. So I went, you have to have a car there. So I rented a car, was terrified, somehow did not crash this car the whole time. Bring it back to the airport. It was perfect. But I put it in the wrong spot at the airport. So I had to move it within the airport. And what do I do? I freaking crash the car, moving it from one spot to another spot. Uh, yeah, which is, which is classic me. What can I tell you? Uh, I really, the world is better when I'm not driving for me and everyone else. Uh, and that was actually on an Amex Platinum card. And believe it or not, there's an insurance policy on that. So even though it was like three or $4,000 of damage, they're actually going to cover it. But I need to go through all those forms. Uh, but Chase Reserve also has, as you're saying, they have all of these other advantages that I probably don't even know about, but I think it's enough to know that, I mean, not everyone's going to be in a situation that I was yeah. in with that receptionist, but that they so had my back there when they didn't need to, like they fought for me, they fought for that refund, which was honestly, it wasn't even as much about the money as like the moral victory of this hotel acknowledging that something wrong had happened, which they refused to do was awesome and, or just do it for the points, which are friggin' amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. And again, I think they also have, I think they may, the Chase Reserve may also have um, travel insurance too. I'm not exactly sure, but they recall something like that. So anyway, do check it out. And they do have a bunch of points that you can start with once you sign up for it. That's another thing that people do for hacking point, point hackers. And they often will use it for the minimum amount of time and purchase and then move on, but do check it out. Um, so, um, what's another cool tool that you are fond of? So literally and figuratively on a lighter note, I have been searching. So I'm a meditation girl. It's not for the people that are not in the wellness world. It's actually not the same as yoga, but I've learned Kevin, you'd be so proud of me for all the people that ask me, Dina, how's your yoga company going? And I used to say, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? You know, now I laugh, I smile, and I'm like, oh, meditation. Great. Thank you. Anyway, but <laughs> yoga, see, I'm becoming slowly, slowly yeah, that's right. you're a picking. better person, Kevin. It just takes me decades what other people accomplish in a few days of kindness. Uh, so 
Yoga in the Western world generally means asana practices, i.e. you're moving your body into these poses that are great for flexibility. It was actually, yoga was actually invented to make it easier to meditate. So thank you all the people doing yoga out there. Someday you'll be ready to meditate. No, I'm, just, I'm joking. I, I say this with a sense of humor, but I do before I meditate like to do a short asana practice, essentially yoga, what we would call in the Western world. And I looked for, I can't even tell you, Kevin, years and years and years, five years probably actively, three years really actively for the perfect yoga mat. So what did I need? I needed a mat that was light enough that I could put it into my luggage. I could travel with two bags. They're both over the limit, but I tried to bat my eyelashes or be kind or make a joke with the people at check-in to not have to pay for one or both of them, the overage. So I needed one that was light. I needed one that was small enough rolled up to actually fit into a normal sized piece of luggage. The big thing that I needed is that I start sweating when I do yoga and then I'm almost always in warm places. So I needed a non-grip yoga mat. And then I wanted one that was eco-friendly, not only to do, do good for the environment, but selfishly, uh, I just didn't want to have toxic fumes going on my, you know, coming in through my nose and on my hands and all of that. So it was a lot of criteria and I just was never able to find one. And then I signed up for a secret Santa with this group that I'm in that my friend John Levy runs called The Influencers. And it's a little bit of a funny story because people, uh, it's this amazing group that has like astronauts and opera singers and people like that in it. So my request from my person was, I would like to meet Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or like two other people like that. I was so stressed about this for, for two weeks. My parents actually had to do an intervention and say, this is not the most important thing in your life, Dina, you know, don't worry about it. Anyway, so I had to come up with something like that. What do I receive? I joked with everyone. I thought about two, like actually more than two weeks. It's like a month. How do I get to Elon or someone like that to do this connection for my secret Santa? And my person sent me a yoga mat. So everyone thought this was hysterical. Uh, and I did actually make fun of it, to be honest. But lo and behold, my secret Santa found the freaking perfect yoga mat for me. And um, one year later, this yoga mat has been around the world with me to India, Maldives, all over Europe, Istanbul, Costa Rica now, all, all, all over St. Martin. And it is the perfect yoga mat. I can roll it up and it's it's small enough that I can roll it up and then even fold it in half and it fits into my luggage. I could also fold it into squares uh, and even then it would sit just perfectly on top of the luggage. So it's light, it's 100% non-toxic. So there are no bad fumes from it. So like I said, it's not bad for anyone else. It's also not bad for me. And then it literally grips. So even if my hands are super sweaty or today I actually went from the beach and then right to doing yoga. So I'm like completely soaking wet and I still had a beautiful asana practice because the yoga mat doesn't slip. So I feel like everyone else, Kevin, is gonna really benefit from the link that I know we're gonna put up uh, on the show notes for this episode because I do think my secret Santa actually found the perfect yoga mat for me. Maybe it's even better than having lunch with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I think so. 
I've had I've had lunch with Jeff Bezos, and I think the yoga mat is definitely better. So. I know, and actually, everyone made fun of it. My parents were almost rolling on the floor. They're like, "You spent all this time trying to get to like all these big people." I was thinking in my mind, "Who am I friends with?" I should have thought of you, Kevin, to introduce this person to. <laughs> and then, yeah, they even told all their friends. And she, our daughter. She got a yoga mat. But yeah, you know what? This yoga mat is freaking amazing. So I think I made out well. It's the universe talking to you. So yeah, the universe knows what you really need. Yes, exactly. Um, so um, that's really wonderful. We, again, we'll, we'll, we'll have um, a link to that absolutely world's best yoga mat. And um, what's, your, what's your fourth uh, tool pick for us? Okay, my fourth, which I'm definitely painting a picture here, Kevin, I guess you really learn about people through this This is a good topic for a podcast. Uh, My fourth, which I don't tell many people, but I guess now I am, or I'm at least telling you, Kevin, is Rent the Runway. And this originally came up when I was trying to decide on my four because I have this white, like very fuzzy, I don't know, what's the Sesame Street character, like an Elmo fuzzy kind of white jacket. It's big and fuzzy and it's so, so great. It's the only warm weather. I mean, sorry, it's the only thing if I were in cold Cold. weather that would really help me out uh, other than a very light sweater. Uh, And it travels with me all the time and it is friggin' amazing. It works casually. It actually looks very chic if I, you know, if I, Put my chin up a little bit, Kevin. I can actually pull this jacket off with a super fancy dress, and it just looks like it's kind of this Naomi Watts, like shabby chic kind of look. It's so great, but really, it's just emblematic of my borderline addiction to rent the runway. So I'm a member. I'm a member at the lowest level, so it's not super expensive. It's affordable for normal people. And you know, I think just, when- just, just explain rent the runway for those who don't know what that is to begin with. Okay, so this was actually founded by two friends of mine. And the idea was for originally for people to rent a super fancy dress for a big event. Like, let's say you're going to a wedding, the bride or the groom is very fashionable. You don't quite have the right dress for the occasion. Or maybe all of your friends in this group of friends have seen your fancy dresses 16 times in the last few years. So you want to rent something a little different and have a great night out and feel really confident and not have to be buying something new that stays in your wardrobe. So you could just rent something for two or three days. So right when they launched, because I knew the women that founded it, they gifted me one spot. And I thought this was so silly. Like, what a stupid thing. I'm a nice Pittsburgh girl, Kevin. Uh, So I didn't think a nice girl from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania needed to rent a fancy dress, but I did it because it was free. And I actually wore it to the opening of our LA office for Blip, the tech company I was helping to run when you and I met. And I felt like a million dollars. I literally, it changed my whole energy. I had such a great night that day. The the photos look amazing. And part of it was just, you know, in the end, I'm a girl. And to get dressed up in a fancy dress, it feels amazing. It made the night so much more special. So now they have what's called a membership. And I'm on the lowest plan. So I get four things a month and then I can keep them for as long as I want. And once a month I can swap any of them, none of them, or all of them. And they also have plans that go up to, I think, eight. And they used to have an unlimited. Originally when it was cheaper, I was on the unlimited. That was that was really cool. <laughs> but with the four, it actually works out great. So for example, I 
am going to near Cape Cod where my parents are. The whole family is gathering for Thanksgiving. And right now I'm in Costa Rica. So in a few days, because they're very, very efficient, this is one of the great things about Rent the Runway is they'll ship things in New York. It'll arrive either same day, the next day, maybe two days later, but almost never later than that. Even at this you know, semi-remote place uh, off of Cape Cod, I can order in a few days and two or three or four days later, it'll all be there. So I'll get a real winter coat. I'll get one dress for winter, for fall, and that's it. Then I'll be good. And I'm actually going to be at winter time in New England and New York for about a week and a half. And that's all I need. And then when I'm getting ready to leave New York, I'll just mail, they, they ship it and they keep switching from UPS to FedEx. So that's one confusing thing, like never know where to go, but I'll just go to either UPS or FedEx, or now they'll even come and pick it up from you. And I can send them all of those. I can send all the cold weather stuff back. Uh, and if I want to, I can order some more things because I'm going to go back to Costa Rica. And so it's a way to have a, a very versatile wardrobe. And I I don't want to say never, but I almost, almost never buy new clothes now because I just don't need it. My, my daughter actually was using that. And she wasn't traveling. She was just, you know, stationed here in San Francisco, but she hates going out to stores. So this was the remedy for her to have these subscriptions. And um, I could see how that would be even doubly better if you were on the move and not having to, well, you don't have a closet, you know, you're, 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 you're having to pack everything with you. Yeah, 100%. For example, my best guy friend just got married. That was why I was in San Francisco when I saw you. And I didn't really quite have the right dress for the wedding. And so I was able to just, I ordered two dresses for the wedding and it was just so great. They arrived at the hotel, they were right on time. They're almost never late. A lot of times they're early, but they're almost never late. So I was able to really rely on Rent the Runway to have me feel confident at this wedding where I was gonna see a lot of friends that I hadn't seen for a long time. And the whole service is very professional. So everything comes in a beautiful bag. Uh, you can then mail the things you wanna mail back in the same bag and they give you a lot of options. So yeah, now they'll come to your place to pick it up or you can bring it to whichever service they're with at the time. I think it's UPS now. Uh, you'll, you can bring it to UPS, which is kind of everywhere in the US. So it's really great and there's something I don't know, I'm going to sound like such a, a girl or a woman, I guess, as we need to say in 2022. But there is something about knowing that you're dressing in kind of fashionable clothes that gives you a little lightness in your step. I feel I feel really confident and it feels also kind of playful and fun in a way that's great. Like life is hard. I teach Buddhism for a living and we know that our nature is to suffer according to Buddhism. And so if something like this that's not expensive can bring more playfulness and delight to our lives, then why the friggin' heck not? not? So yeah, I'm a big fan of Rent the Runway. And, and what about sizing? I know that, um, do, do you, is it that you have your size dialed down so well and that they have enough of a nuance in their own sizing that you're able to do that without having to have one, get one that doesn't fit? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, I wanted to bring that up. So somehow they have some system. I don't know if it's an algorithm or AI or not, but they definitely know my size. So for any single thing that I'm looking at, they'll say, okay, you're a zero two in this, or you're a two four in this. It's literally never been wrong for me, not for years. I can't, I can't think of one time that I ordered something 
that that didn't fit. And if I'm ever nervous like it's for a big, big event, I'll order two sizes, like I'll order the zero two and the two four, maybe the, the four six just to make sure. But I've never had anything arrive that didn't fit. But then even more than that, the thing that is the most helpful is that they if they make it a community. And so I review everything that I wear or the ones that I don't wear and I'll explain why and then other people are doing that. So what I'll do is I'll click on something and maybe there'll be a review where someone says, I don't like clothes that are fussy. So someone might say, oh, the underarm thing is goes really low. So like if you're a woman, they can see your bra strap or something. So oh no, I don't want to, I don't want to order that. Or they'll say, oh, this item, it really gapes at the stomach. Or I kept having to pull it down when I'm, you know, push it down when I'm sitting down. So you can see kind of how fussy, how difficult something is or how comfortable it is. So there, there are, sometimes there are a hundred reviews, but usually there are at least, let's say, two to 20 reviews and I don't need to look at all of them unless it's a really important item like for a wedding or something but if it's just something I'm ordering for a month to wear out and about wherever I am I'll look at the first few and you can get a sense and that that's huge it's actually I think it's even more uh, let me rephrase that it's definitely more important than the size it's to know like does it have a thing on the shoulder so it keeps falling off the shoulder and you're constantly having to push it closer to you closer to your neck and so i think the women that use it are very honest uh and with that you know i'll just know whether something will will fit and work for me or not like they might say it's really sheer at night okay that's not something that i want (laughs) to be wearing so i think having that community behind it is is actually is absolutely huge that's really great it sounds like a perfect service, and and I assume that it's not just for women. That there's a guys' version as well. You no, know, I I've asked them about this because I've had a lot of guys say that they're a little jealous. I'm not sure that they do. I don't know if they do. The the one thing that makes it a total pain in the butt for me is that I'm usually traveling internationally at least half the year. I am not in the U.S. and they don't ship internationally. So if I know I spend, for example, I spend a lot of time in Italy. If I know that I'm going to Italy for three or four months, I'll just order something and you can keep it. I don't have to do, they call it a swap. So I don't have to do a swap every month, but I'll just have to think ahead. Like if I'm going in February and I'm staying there through April, then I'll want to bring dresses that can go for both of those, for all of those climates. Uh, So I do wish they had an international service, but, but outside of that, and sorry, outside of the whole men thing, half the population, (laughs) other than that, it's a great service. But what I do, yeah. Go ahead. No, what I do really commend them on, and I know my friend Jen Hyman, who I haven't seen in ages, but she's still running it, took it public, actually. I just commend her on how unfreaking believable the operations of this company might must be and how they it freaking works like everything is clean it looks new you never i never have felt like oh let me think about the 19 other women that have rented this dress before i'm putting it on so yeah it really really works and i love that they're they're always on time or early so it just feels very it feels very reliable and happy yeah. and fun that's kind of like me actually kevin Sure. Reliable, happy, fun. It fits into my theme of access is often better than ownership. That if you have access to things, the ownership can be a bunch of liabilities that you don't really want to take care of. Cleaning, storing, cataloging, insuring, all this other stuff. But if you have access to it and you can get it really fast, 
that can often be better. And this is a prime example. Yeah. And it lets you take chances. I don't know if I'd ever buy a white fuzzy coat, although now I really should because I've probably had this for about a year now. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd go to a store again and buy this ridiculous Elmo white fuzzy coat, but it's so great. Yeah. So you take chances. And I think things that make that push you kind of out of boundaries that you don't have for any reason, like me wearing something silly and ridiculous, like a huge white fuzzy coat, that's good. Yeah. It's part of what makes life fun and playful. That's That's a great point. So, okay, so um, we do have a, a bit of a sense of you, but tell us even more about um, what you're passionate about these days and what you are working on and what your projects are or something that you want to share with our listeners. Thank you. Well, I want to share two things. One is that we just launched our new Mela retreat. So once a year, my company is called The Path, and once a year we host a very curated meditation retreat. I kind of like to think of it as, let's say that Ted gave birth to a meditation retreat, it would look like Mela. So it's very produced. Uh, We make it fun, I promise, Uh, but it's a real retreat. And so we bring people, a lot of tech people, so people that you and I would know from our tech worlds. Uh, So a lot of startup founders, investors, Mm -hmm. even the LPs of VCs come. So people that are managing big funds, but really passionate about startups. Uh, We have people in finance, business, nonprofits, authors, activists. So anyone doing something, I'd like to, the path really appeals to people that are leaning in uh, on their lives, uh, doing interesting things, wanting to have impact, but also wanting to be a better version of themselves or the best version of themselves possible. So it's curated, we curate for kindness and impact. So the people are friggin' amazing who come, people that come literally meet lifelong friends. It's not all in silence. So yeah, the meals, uh, we actually have moderated questions like, what about your personality, Kevin, is the biggest Mm -hmm. gift to the world. So people really open up at meals uh, and then all that meditation makes you kind of a more raw and real part of yourself. Uh, So yeah, there's no pretenses to it. It's a really kind, awesome community. And our next one is May 4th to 7th. And for the first time ever, we're doing it on the East Coast on a tiny little island off of West Palm Beach. It's at a five-star resort that Deepak Chopra created. Hasn't even opened yet, but it's called the Amrit. We're really excited. It's a whole kind of cutting edge tech approach to creating the perfect wellness resort. So I would love to invite people in your community to come join us. Uh, You can just email sit with another word for meditation, sit at thepath.com or it's thepath.com slash Mela apply. You don't have to spend five years on the application. You can spend one minute. We just want to know a little bit about you. And we would love to welcome people in your community. And then the other thing that is on my mind, because I'm teaching a class in less than 50 minutes from right now, but we also run beautiful meditation teacher training programs. And it's not just for people that want to teach meditation, which you could do even as a startup founder or an investor or a coach or whatever the heck you do, teacher, therapist, whatever it is. Uh, But it's even just for people that want to be in a a really nice community. It's called a Sangha in Buddhism, like a nice community of people learning more about meditation. Why is it so impactful? What's the wisdom behind it? What's the neuroscience behind why this affects the brain and affects the body in such a profound way? So yeah, I'm really proud of that. We have three different classes running at different times right now. 
Uh, we call it our MTT, Meditation Teacher Training. So yeah, those are the main things that I'm thinking about. And I'm also gearing up to do some corporate retreats. I love uh, guiding and leading retreats for companies or helping individuals with meditation. So anything having to do with mindfulness, meditation, but especially for people that are not in a cave <laughs> for the rest of their lives, but still living their lives, but want to do so in a more kind of aware or kind way, then yeah, those are all things I'm really passionate about. Um, just a few questions about your retreat, just so I understand. Um, how long is it? And what is most of the day spent doing for most of the participants? Yeah, it's a good question. So we make it really easy for people to join. It's three nights. So mm -hmm. kind of three and a half, four days, depending on how you quantify that, but just three nights. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, if someone has to miss Thursday, that is totally fine. Uh, yeah, so it makes it very palatable. And then during the day, we have a morning meditation on a normal retreat. That would be at 4.30 in the morning. That does not fit well for me. So ours is at 7 or 7.30 or 8. So we'll do a morning meditation. And then we do an activity. So this year, because we'll be by the water, we'll probably bring in an Olympic swimmer uh or a running coach and you know get people moving in some way maybe we'll have a morning dance party but we'll do something with movement and we'll have options for that and then uh we go and have beautiful group meals together and so the rest of the day is a combination of eating and sitting uh listening to wisdom but our teachers are excellent we actually have tim ferris's teacher who's had on his podcast even a few times recently uh, Henry Shuckman and then Spring uh, Washam, who's amazing. So we have two of the best teachers in the world. They give the wisdom in a way that it makes it relatable and fun and they share anecdotes. So it feels fun. It's kind of like storytelling time. So we'll do wisdom and then guide sitting meditations and walking meditations. But yeah, we intersperse that with meals. And then in the afternoon, we'll do some type of movement again, either yoga or martial arts. Uh, and then people go back. We often do a color theme. Uh, for the evenings, you don't have to abide by it, but we might have everyone dress in, I don't know, white uh, for a Saturday night or uh, maybe bright colors on a Friday night. So people go back, change. We have very social dinners. Uh, we curate all of the tables. That's the bane of my existence. Kevin is doing table seatings for every meal at Mela. But we're very thoughtful about seating people with others that they think that they would connect with. So we'll do six people around a table, you have that for dinner, and then we throw concerts at night. So it's fun. I think it's the most fun a meditation retreat could be, but it's also hugely hugely impactful for people and i would say people if they come in with a big question about maybe they want to change cities or jobs or any big question they'll usually get the answer at mela so it's been very very impactful for people and truly literally people meet their best friends there because you're you're kind of showing up as your real self with no pretenses and i think because of that people they really really connect and form very 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 deep bonds with others well thank you that sounds perfect and we'll again we'll have links to mela it's called mela um the retreat and your your um, mtt your teaching uh, meditation so Dina, thank you so much for these great tools, for taking time from your schedule in Costa Rica to um, chat with me. I really appreciate it um, and um, wish you the best on all these projects as well. 
Thank you so much, Kevin. You've now done a better job pronouncing Nayla than my own team. So I give you a lot of credit. <laughs> okay. a lot of credit. It's been an absolute delight. I love you and this community. Right. And thank you so much for having me on. You're very welcome. Thank you. We're glad that you enjoyed this issue of the Cool Tools Show and Tell. Just want to remind you that we have some other coolish material on our YouTube channel here. Please subscribe, comment, like. In addition, um, this Cool Tools Show and Tell is also available in an Audible podcast form. You can subscribe to it wherever you subscribe to other podcasts if you just wanted to listen. And if you're listening, know that there is a visual version of this on our YouTube channel where we're actually showing the tools and um, there's a little bit more of a visual component there. In addition, the same folks that put us, uh, the Cool Tools website out, we also put out a free newsletter every week. It's very, very short. It's one page or less. We recommend six very brief items um, that are very succinct, easy to read. You can deal with it in a couple minutes. And every week we bring to you the six cool things that we have uncovered and want to share. And it's called Recommendo with one M, recommendo.com. You'll be able to find it there. It's free. Join 50,000 plus other subscribers every Sunday morning. You'll get it in your email box. And it's actually one of the most popular things that we produce. But we do produce other newsletters as well. One of them is called What's in Your Bag. We have one that goes out to um, tools and tips for your workshop. So you can get those at our website um, and they're also free. And finally, um, I wanna mention the fact that um, we do have a Patreon and um, this uh, podcast and this vidcast are supported by Patreon supporters. The minimum is a dollar a month. And for that, you get um, an email to ask us anything. We'll respond and um, answer your question if we're able to. There are other higher levels. You can all see those at our Patreon page. And all those links are below right here. So thank you again for being a fan and um, we'll keep producing stuff if you enjoy it. Thanks. Thank you to this week's patrons who include John Omer, Andrew Smith, Tom Hanks, Michael Burson, Steve Golden, Nick Gray, Cindy Sherman, Thomas Off, Rel Deshaw, and Sean Living. Thank you all. <laughs>